When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. It is literally 8 in the morning and I just woke up and I just was inspired to make this podcast episode about where all the amazing men are and also just that there are really amazing men out there and maybe why we're not in a state yet where we are seeing them 24-7, interacting with them and whatnot. So I am going to talk about all of the amazing men in the world and the fact that they are really truly there. And, and let's just really get into this podcast episode. Before we start, you can do coaching with me at my website, victoriadevall.com. You can also subscribe to my YouTube at Victoria Duvall and follow my Instagram, my Twitter. Oh wait, not even my Twitter. My Twitter is like not even real, but my TikTok. <laughs> so my Instagram, my TikTok at Victoria Duvall. My Twitter is just like a spam page, I feel like. But, but yeah, so you guys can follow my social media channels and And yeah, so let's really just get into it. So I want to start off this episode by saying that I am literally the OG man hater. Like I am truly the OG man hater. I have been in my life so hateful towards men, still have that fire burning in me, of course, because so many men, you know, deserve um, to not be liked. (laughs) Um, But as a child, I was literally so outspoken even up until recent years. Um, And yeah, I'm literally the OG man hater more than I think I can even convey in this podcast. I was actually like super hated by my community and by my town and my schools. And because I was such a man hater and because I was so outspoken about feminism and the patriarchy and whatnot, and I still am, obviously. And um, yeah, so I understand that vibe and I understand the vibes completely. Like I understand how fucking difficult it is to be a woman in this world and to look around you and to have every single man around you be predatory, just not evolved. Even if he's not a predator, he's just literally like not evolved at all. He's just not really that emotionally intelligent. He's just not really much of anything, right? Like he's just kind of, okay, you're just not great. You're not terrible. You're just there, right? There's not many amazing quality men that we are really seeing as children when we are growing up as people. Some people die and they never see these amazing men that really do exist. And so I completely understand that. I grew up My father, as I've talked about before, um, was a serial women abuser, was 
you know, in prison for abusing women and other crimes against women. So I always was experiencing and seeing, um, you know, abuse within the home or within other areas. And I, you know, very intimately was watching my mom in really terrible relationships. I was in 10 years of abusive relationships with men and I really deeply experience the depths of men who are completely out of their power. And when men are out of their power, they are weak, they are misogynistic, they are patriarchal, they want to control and dominate and have power over women because they do not have power themselves from within. For example, myself, I am empowered within myself. I have self-sourced my own validation and my own power and therefore I don't need to try to control or condemn or harm another group or, or own another group or feel that I'm better than another group because I feel fulfilled in my in myself. But someone else, particularly men right now in our culture, when they feel disempowered, which they are literally raised by these disempowered fathers, and when they are then raised to be disempowered, they will try to control women, to have power over women, to dominate women because it makes them feel better about themselves because they don't feel good within. And they have literally been conditioned through thousands of years of the patriarchy to be agents of the patriarchy. And unfortunately, that's what we see with so many men. And a lot of times with myself, you know, my own example, I grew up in a very conservative area and I was only seeing these misogynistic patriarchal men who were really disempowered, who were really not masculine, who were just, you know, these little boys trying to control women and they will die likely little boys trying to control women and threatened easily and they're constantly in their ego. It's just embarrassing. Like it's not mature masculinity at all. And so I experienced that constantly. I also, like I said, was in 10 years of abusive relationships, as you guys know, until I started to really do the deep work. And yeah, so that's kind of my background. So I just wanted to say that because a lot of times we talk about this topic and you hear it talked about online, but it sounds super inaccessible and it sounds really like that person is just kind of coming from a fairy tale land, but I am really not. I am really not coming from fairy tale land. I have been super, super entrenched in misogynistic men in the patriarchal culture, as most of us have. I have experienced a lot of sexual violence and abuse and just really every type of, you know, harm at the hands of men that we could really experience and I have had a very deep hatred for men pretty much my entire life and in a lot of ways I think that's actually really healthy and justified and I think that more women need to access that type of rage but as an adult, right, we want to kind of see the whole picture. And now that I have seen the whole picture, I want to give it to you guys. So let's talk. So there are a lot of amazing men, right? There are literally a lot. And when I say amazing men, I'm going to define what I mean by amazing men, because I don't mean a man who provides financially. Of course, yes, that's a part of it. But I don't mean that. I don't mean a man who you know, um, is just super, makes six figures or focused on his career or even like, you know, is commitment minded that he is, you know, 
wants a family. Yeah, like a lot of men want families because they want built-in servitude and they also want security and they just feel like they want that in their life but it's not really about the woman it's not really about the marriage and and whatnot so that's not what I'm talking about so let me define amazing men what I mean by amazing men is men that are truly coming into their divine masculinity or into their mature masculinity and listen to my last podcast if you want to know what that means so men who are either coming into their mature or their divine masculinity and are truly doing the deep inner work to build up them their own sense of self. So when I say amazing men, I mean deeply emotionally intelligent men who are not threatened by women in any capacity at all. And on the contrary, they are deeply, because they are in their actual mature and divine masculinity, they desire women that are in their power to be around them. Versus what we see a lot of time, because all we see in our society is these immature and emasculated men, is that they do not not want women in their power because women in their power are expressive they hold others accountable they speak their truth they speak their mind and men who have no interest in changing or they are not emotionally intelligent or they don't want to be held accountable they don't want women in their power around them so then they will try to get all of the women around them to be completely submissive in the way that they do not speak their truth, which, you know, people have different definitions of submission, but the patriarchal definition of submission is getting women to not speak their truth and to just people please and be codependent. Now that's the patriarchal definition of submission. There's others, right? There's others that are healthy, right? But that's the patriarchal definition of submission. And so men want women that are, men who are disempowered want women that are disempowered because if there's an empowered woman around them, they will get deeply triggered and they don't want that. And I experienced that a lot as a child. I was deeply in my truth. I never, I never watered down my truth. And so I was deeply triggering for all of the men around me, my father, my dad, my family, all of the men in my family, all of the men in my community, all of the men at my schools, all of the male teachers, even the women teachers who were, you know, upholding the patriarchy. I was deeply triggering for all of those people, which is why I received so much hatred from them. But I was so deeply triggering because women that refuse to water themselves down, women that will stay in their power and speak their truth are deeply triggering for emasculated men for men who want to uphold the patriarchy and are misogynistic now on the other hand men who are in their divine masculine or or who are in their mature masculine and who are deeply doing the inner work to be emotionally mature they are connecting with god possibly if they're in their divine masculine they're really facing themselves those types of men empowered men men who are filled up from within those types of men really desire women who are in their power. They don't want a weak woman who has watered herself down and denied herself and is not in her power. They don't want a woman like that. They want a woman who has deeply and radically reclaimed herself, who is in her power, who speaks her truth, who has boundaries, who has standards. That's the type of woman that these type of men want right? They want those women around them because they desire to be in the natural balance. Everything else is a distortion. All of these dramatic, you know, ways that we're interacting right now, all this toxicity, all of the patriarchy, all of the misogynistic men, all of that is a distortion. The natural way of women and men interacting is men who are in their masculine, women who are in their feminine, 
they will interact in a balanced way, which is the man wants more information about himself that only the feminine can give him. And he takes that information and can lead himself in his life better or his with his woman or whatever the hell is going on with him. But the balance between the masculine and the feminine is that the feminine gives the feedback. She tells him how he makes her feel. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say um, my partner comes to me sexually and he's really kind of just quick like he's just trying to really go about it quickly which my man doesn't do but let's say my partner is really trying to just kind of use my body and leave right the mature feminine says this isn't okay with me this makes me feel very used this makes me feel very hurt and I'm not okay with you interacting with me in this way I respect you enough to let you know this maybe you're having an off day but this is absolutely not okay with me so I don't feel good right now I feel used I don't feel safe I don't feel comfortable whatever she tells him how he she feels He uses how she feels and takes that information and allows it to transform him and then can lead in his life better. He can then learn and understand about himself better. But really the dance is that the masculine brings something to the feminine. The feminine tells the masculine what she feels about it. She tells him what she likes about it, what she doesn't like about it, if it's okay, if it's not okay, whatever. And then he transmutes that information and then shows up better. Now that is the dance between the masculine and the feminine in this one aspect. And so men who are actually in their masculine desire and need a woman who will give them that feedback and that input. They don't want a woman who is a yes man. They don't want a woman who is going to be codependent and abandon herself, right? Because in some way, that's also this unconscious form of manipulation. When women don't tell their man the truth it's because they don't trust their man to sit with the truth and so they hide from their man which means they don't respect their man right and so with a man who is deeply in his power he wants a woman who actually deeply respects him enough to tell him the truth okay but a lot of men who are in our society right now they actually don't want women to tell the truth like I was talking about they want women to put on a performance a show because they don't want to be held accountable they don't want to be in that natural masculine and feminine dance because they're not in their masculine and they have no interest in going into it they want to be in this patriarchal definition of masculinity because it's not masculinity and it makes life a lot easier for them because they don't actually have to do anything they can just be disempowered they can just be emotionally unintelligent they can be completely out of their bodies and still get validation so we don't want to interact with any of those types of men but there are so many really amazing men and when I define amazing men it's a men who are deeply emotionally intelligent who are doing the inner work who really want women in their power who respect women deeply who really want to listen to women who really want to engage with women who revere women that's the natural balance between the masculine and the feminine but why aren't we seeing these men right? Why aren't we seeing them? And so I'm going to tell you about my own life and my own story, which is that I never saw any of these men until I started doing this inner work. And I know, you know, that sounds kind of frustrating. It's like we should be able to see these men 24-7 and it's true. I hope that we get to a point in a few hundred years, I hope that we breed these men out and that we ignore these men so deeply, the men who are disempowered, that we don't have any children with them and that we only raise men that are really amazing and they do the inner work and whatever. But right now, we see so many disempowered men. So where are the empowered men? And I will say from my own experience and from every other woman that woman that I know, 
we only start seeing these men once we are a vibrational match for them. And that's just the freaking truth. Once we start doing this inner work ourselves, we start becoming magnetic to friends, to relationships, to men in general that are deeply in their power. Okay. And part of that is rejecting any men who are not in their power because you're sending the message to life. I'm not going to engage with any of these men anymore. And so then you start seeing and you start resonating with men who are deeply in their power. When I was in my journey, I started my spiritual awakening journey about six or so years ago when I had my little spiritual awakening. And then I started going on this journey and working deeply on myself. And what I noticed was I started seeing amazing men way more often. Why? Because amazing men want to connect with amazing women. That's the truth. Amazing men want to connect with amazing women. And the truth also is that there are not a lot of mature masculine men in our society, but there also aren't a lot of mature feminine women. There's really not. And I've known this on my own journey because it's been very hard because I look around and I don't have any mentors, right? In the beginning, I have now accumulated them. But in the beginning, I look around and I'm like, where am I supposed to look to come into my power as a woman, a woman, right? Like, you know, nobody in my family has done this. I look around, there's no girls doing this. I look around, I don't see anybody doing this. I don't see any women deeply empowered to the space that I'm looking to go. I don't see any women really truly doing this inner work and coming to this deep sense and space of empowerment and embodiment and deep fulfillment on their own. Most women are engaging with life from a deep abandonment wound, coming from this space of codependency and people pleasing, and they're not really speaking their truth, and they're engaging with friends from a space of FOMO because they don't want to be left out. They're not really radically claiming their truths and their desires and their life. They're just engaging from a space of fear and disempowerment. And that's the truth for a lot of women. And unfortunately, that has been one of the repercussions of the patriarchy. But that's the reality of what we live in today. I'm not saying that it's women's fault. I'm saying that's the repercussion of living in the patriarchy. Women have learned to abandon themselves. But most women stay in that space for the rest of their lives. They marry men that they're, you know, not truly loving them and they're not truly these empowered men. They have children just to avoid their lives. They engage maybe or on the other end maybe they just completely close off their heart and they go super hard in work and they become the CEO of some place but they're super disconnected from their bodies and they're really unhealthy right they're the pendulum swung to one side and the other side is that you know women are disconnected from their bodies and their hearts and they feel numb and they feel closed off and they feel afraid to be vulnerable right so neither of those are healthy expressions of women And so we don't see that many really deeply empowered women. And we also don't see that many deeply empowered men. But the deeply empowered men, they want to interact with deeply empowered women. My man would never have been interested in me four years ago. He, if, if I was still interacting the way that I was interacting four years ago, he would never have been interested in me, ever. Because I wasn't a deeply empowered woman. He wants a deeply empowered woman. He's a deeply empowered man. He needed a woman who is the woman I am today. But if I had not chosen this path, I would have not resonated with him. He would have not resonated with me. He would have not been interested in me. 
one of his requirements was he wanted a deeply empowered woman, a woman who was truly in her power, a woman who had done the inner work, really radically reclaimed herself right? Like my man had been celibate for two years before me. I had also been celibate for two years before him. He doesn't want a woman who is, you know, completely still coming from her wounds and interacting in life in the most disempowered way. He wants a woman who matches him, right? I matched him. He wants a woman who deeply matches his level of wisdom and embodiment. And I could. But if I was still coming to life from this really disempowered state, I would not have been a match with him right and so I noticed and I've seen through firsthand experience that as I began really radically claiming myself in my life I started seeing and resonating with men even as friends as mentors just you know online men who are deeply empowered themselves And the truth of that is, is because men who are deeply empowered, just even to be friends, like my boyfriend has some girlfriends and they're all great women, right? He connects with them, you know, by doing podcasts and stuff and his work and, and making, you know, connections with women. And so I think that that is important is for women to understand that as you start doing this deep inner work, you will become a vibrational match. You will start to resonate with men who are amazing, But before that, we're not going to be really seeing them because you only want to be around men who are not amazing. And that's the truth. From my own experience, when I was in this disempowered state, I would only interact. I would go out with my friends. I would go to clubs. I was attracted to men that were toxic and that were out of their power. I only wanted to engage with men who fit a certain criteria that was deeply toxic. I wasn't interested. Uh, Equally, I wasn't interested in deeply empowered men. I thought, you know, oh my God, where are all the great men? But at a true core level, I was not really interested in them. I was only interested in toxic men who kind of played out my dramas and played out my wounded narratives and my wounded cycles. I wasn't really interested in empowered men. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right? And and that's something that I had to realize. And as I started doing this deep inner work, I started resonating with friends, men just friends that were amazing men. 
and are amazing men. And I'm like, wow, this is a really great guy, like a really amazing man. Wow. But why am I interacting with him? Because he sees me as an amazing woman. And he's like, wow, I really want to talk and engage and be friends with this wonderful woman. She's really empowered. She's really in her truth. So am I. Let's be friends. Right? But we don't get that when we are out of our power because men want to be, men who are in their power want to be friends with women in their power or they want to date women in their power or they want to, you know, have mutuals or whatever the hell with women in their power. And I also think there's something to be said for the fact that women, most women are out of our power. Even if we have this false sense of, oh, I'm in my power because I'm doing this and that. Most women are deeply disempowered. And as a result of that, you're interested in men who are disempowered. That's just the truth of it, right? You're interested in men who replay your toxic fantasies and your toxic cycles. It's completely unconscious. Most of the time when I was doing it, it was completely unconscious. I didn't realize I was only interested in disempowered men, of course. I was just like, these are the type of men I'm interested in. And all of them happen to be disempowered. Why? Because I'm deeply disempowered. So of course, I'm only resonating with men who are deeply disempowered. I didn't realize it on a conscious level. I wasn't like, wow, I'm really disempowered right now. And so therefore, I'm only interacting with disempowered men. No, of course, I was like, these are the type of guys I want to date. And all of them just happen to be totally disempowered. And they have these senses of empowerment. They might be, um, they might have money. They might have whatever. They might have these things that make it seem to a deeply disempowered woman, this false sense of security or this false sense of empowerment. Oh, he makes six figures. Wow. He's a high quality man. No, (laughs) no. But to a deeply disempowered woman, there's going to be these false things that might show you and a false sense that he's empowered or that he's cool or that he's a good man for you, right? Ooh, he owns two houses. Wow, he must be great. No, he can still be the most disempowered, patriarchal, misogynistic, or deeply emotionally unintelligent man you've ever met, but he makes six figures. That's possible, but he's still a low quality man in my book, okay? And so this is really important. It wasn't a low quality man in my book six years ago, right? But now it's a low quality man. It wouldn't, I, that type of man would never even be friends with me, would never even get around me, won't even resonate with me. Those type of men don't even look my way. They don't follow my page. They don't interact with my social media because they're just not, they don't resonate with me. And so there's a deeply empowering aspect of this. The deeply empowering aspect of this is that you actually have the power to change the type of men that you interact with. And for me, that was one of the most empowering things that I realized was that I actually have the power to completely and radically change my life. And this really sunk home or hit home when I read the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, which was a turning point for me. But when I read that book, I realized, wow, I actually, all of these things I thought I didn't have control over maybe the fact that I am seeing all of these shit men everywhere, these patriarchal, misogynistic men everywhere, and I don't see any good men. I thought I didn't have any control over that because I thought that's just the way that men were. But turns out, I actually do have control over that because I can actually radically commit to myself. And as a result and a byproduct of that, I'm going to start resonating with amazing men. 
and I'm not really going to see these misogynistic men anymore. And that's huge. That's huge. So you can take this and feel deeply empowered and say, wow, I have the power to change my life. And this actually isn't just a given. I'm conditioned to act this way, but I can act a different way that's deeply healing and empowering. And then I can experience something new. Or you can take it and say, ugh, I don't want to do that work or that's not fair or whatever the hell. And then you live the same life and that's your choice. It's up to you. You're free. But the point of this video is that there are a lot of really amazing men out there and that's the truth of it. And I would honestly suggest that a lot of women follow men's pages that are really amazing men. So to think of some, my boyfriend is one, so I'll link him by Ermios. And then there's a few other men I'll put in the description of this podcast so that you guys can start seeing and resonating with amazing men because you don't need to wait until you are you know, in your freaking highest level of embodiment. I think it's really important to start looking at men who are really amazing now because it starts expanding your beliefs for what is possible. Most women like myself, when I was growing up, I didn't actually think that there was anything better for men out there. I didn't think that there were deeply empowered men. I didn't think that that really existed. And so once I started seeing it, it was deeply healing for me because I started realizing, wait, I can have this in a relationship. Wait, men like this exist. Before we end, I just want to talk about resonance again really quickly because I just want it to really drive home. So resonance. What I require in a friendship with a woman, right? So for me, what I require right now in a friendship with a woman is a woman who is deeply embodied, deeply empowered, and who has similar values and interests to me. So for example, that will be a woman who's vegan, a woman who is really committed to inner work, a woman who is really embodied in her like sensuality and really has similar interests as far as nature and going frolicking outside and wants to thrift and wants to go to vegan restaurants and wants to just lay in nature and just bask in a river or is sensual and sweet and has opened up to that aspect of herself her deep vulnerability like these are parts of a friendship with a woman that I would be looking for right deeply emotionally intelligent deeply empowered a woman who's not trying to um you know bring any toxicity or any things that aren't resonating with me into the friendship so these are just some things that I look for in a friend for with a woman right but five years ago what I looked for in a friend with a woman and also sorry an important part of that is that if a woman is not that I will reject that woman as a friend right I don't want to be friends with a woman who wants to go out every night and is still focused on dating frat boys like I don't want that we just don't resonate there's nothing wrong with her I'm not mad at her but we just don't resonate right like I don't really feel that that would be deeply nourishing for me that's really what it is like I want to feel really nourished with any of the relationships in my life and friendships are a really big aspect of that so I want to feel really nourished by the friendships in my life and so I need a woman who can meet these sort of values and criteria as a friend that I have and then we can just have this beautiful friendship and that's what I desire and I actually desire to have more of those women in my life and so with that five years ago what I wanted in a friend was totally different. I wanted a woman who could go out with me at night. I wanted a woman who was interested in the same type of men that I was interested in so that we could go on the same type of, you know, going out type of vibes. We could go to the same places. I wanted women that were really um, 
yeah, that was honestly like one of my my things. I was just connecting and I didn't consciously do this. I was just subconsciously and unconsciously connecting with women who were mirroring back to me myself, right? So I was just connecting with women who were wanting to go in these types of scenes or wanting to date these types of men or wanting to be kind of superficial. And I always kind of was friends with other vegan girls, but as far as embodiment, it was girls who were deeply disembodied, women who were deeply disempowered because I was deeply disempowered and disembodied. And so now let's say a woman who is deeply, let's say myself, right? If I now was looking back and and I was trying to be friends with that version of me, of course, if it's not me, of course, I love that version of me. But if it was a woman who was similar to that, I myself right now, I have nothing in common with that girl. I don't want to be friends with her. Why do I want to be? I don't I don't want to be somebody's like, you know, freaking I don't want to be someone's therapist in a friendship. Like, I don't want to be trying to help her get to this other level of embodiment. I want a woman who's already in that space. And so that is kind of my that's just what I would want now in a friendship. So I don't, I wouldn't want to be friends with a version of myself now, right? If that wasn't me and it was a girl who was just similar to me, I wouldn't want to be friends with that girl. If that's how she was showing up, if she came into my life now and was like, hey, let's be friends, I would be like, I love you. Like, you're amazing. You're a wonderful woman. But I just wouldn't feel that nourished in this friendship and my friendships are really sacred and I really value my time and therefore I'd rather not be friends, right? Like I'd rather just not. And so the same thing goes with men, guys, like men who are deeply in their empowerment, they don't want to be dating a woman that is still, you know, engaging in these super toxic or wounded cycles, a woman who hasn't reclaimed herself and a woman who's not in her power, a woman who can't hold boundaries or speak her truth or who doesn't have standards and values. Like they want women who are deeply in their power. And it's not that there's anything wrong with women who aren't in their power. I was disempowered for the majority of my life and I love that version of me. So there's nothing wrong with it. It's just understand that People want to be connected with and surrounded with people who are sim- at a similar level of embodiment as themselves. And so if you want to go to a different level of embodiment, as I did, it takes some courage and some effort, right? I literally intentionally just let go of anyone around me who wasn't at the level of embodiment I was trying to go to. I was like, I realized that all of these friends, all of these people, all these relationships were not actually where I wanted to go. And I had to let all of them go to actually get to this next level of embodiment that I wanted to go to. And I knew that they couldn't come with me because they would just tie me and attach me to this old version of me that I was growing out of and so understand that as you reclaim yourself you will connect with men who have reclaimed themselves but it's true that men who are in their power they want women who are in their power they want to connect with women who are deeply empowered and who can you know hold them accountable and whatnot and that doesn't mean that you have to be perfect I'm not perfect I make mistakes 24 7 I get triggered all of the time you know I have all of these unconscious things that come up so often right like there's not it's not about being perfect it's about what is kind of your baseline of resonance and where are you kind of resonating on a day-to-day basis and what is the work you've done and kind of what what's your level of embodiment and that's really just what it is and so with that, you can kind of have a lot of hope, in my opinion, because for me, I realized this a few years ago and I was like, wow, I don't want this. 
I don't want this life. I don't want this life where I'm not resonating with any amazing men. I'm deeply disempowered. I'm constantly recycling toxicity. I'm constantly in these abusive relationships or toxic relationships. I don't really have that many nourishing friendships. My friendships are kind of toxic. Like, I don't want this. I want a really empowered life. Like, what do I have to do to get there? And, you know, I'll link my celibacy video below. But that was kind of my two years of intentional solitude, intentional singleness, where I just was alone and did this deep inner work and when I came out of it I was resonating as friends as as you know as of course my partner um with great men and even now all the time I connect with amazing men who are really great and I'm like wow like you're a great guy like you're really a great guy and that's really nice to see like even my partner I'm just constantly like wow great men exist like amazing men exist and I have one, you know, great. I'm so happy. And there's a lot of other amazing men. And there's a lot of men who are really committing to themselves. And I even see it. A lot of men do coaching with my partner, right? Like if a, a person is going to do coaching with me or my partner, it's because they're really committing to themselves and they want to be in this deep level of embodiment. Like, wow, men really want to be in that deep level of embodiment that my boyfriend really exudes and can bring them into. Like, wow, there's a lot of men who are really doing this work. And there's a lot of men who feel really lost in this patriarchal society because they don't fit in. And there's a lot of men who really don't fit in with this patriarchal society. And they're also finding that a lot of women only want toxic or patriarchal men, men who kind of recycle their wounds. And they're like, dang, where do I kind of go with that? Like, I'm a really good guy at my core. Like, you know, how do I grow into this embodied and mature man? And then they grow into these embodied and mature men, which is what my, you know, partner helps kind of bring men into. But there's a lot of men doing this work and I connect with them on a day-to-day -day basis and I see them on a day-to-day -day basis and I live with one and I'm in partnership with one. So, you know, there's really a lot of amazing men, but I will say that to really start seeing them, you have to start resonating with them. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. I'm not perfect. I constantly make mistakes and I constantly am, you know, have all of this, you know, this trauma come up or something like that. But uh, it's just about the, the level of commitment that you have made to yourself and the level of work you have done and, and all that kind of thing. And just how free are you? That's really, when I say work, how free are you? How free are you? How free have you become in your body from your limiting beliefs, from your unconscious mind, from your conditioning? Like how free are you? And, and yeah, and by the way, all of this, what I just said, does not mean that you are not worthy of an amazing man, even when you are in a deeply disempowered state. So people like to twist kind of that quote that's like, oh, you know, um, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to find love outside of you or whatever. It's not that you're not worthy of it. You are deeply worthy of deeply empowered men at every stage of your life. And also, if we didn't live in the fucking patriarchy, we wouldn't have to freaking do this inner work to resonate with a great man. Like, I, <laughs> I am deeply aware of that. And it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of it. All that I'm saying is that from experience, I, I would not have resonated with these types of men. And in our society today, where there's so many disempowered men, and there's also a lot of empowered men, you have to be a vibrational match with those men, which basically means you have to resonate with them, which basically means you have to be similar to them. 
you have to be at a similar level of embodiment to them to actually start seeing them on a day-to-day basis. Now, does that mean that you are not worthy of them? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy of them. And really what I'm talking about, by the way, in this podcast is really about like divine masculine men um, and men who are really doing this kind of like divine masculine healing work. Okay, so I, I'm not speaking necessarily about kind of mature masculine men with mature masculine, sorry, with mature feminine women. I'm more speaking, obviously, you know, divine masculine women, sorry, divine feminine women are divine or mature feminine women. So that was kind of a tongue twister, all of that. But listen to my last podcast if you want to know what the hell I'm talking about. But I'm really talking about divine masculine men in this podcast. And so to really resonate with divine masculine men, there really has to be an initiation into being a divine feminine woman, which requires that you go into a lot of inner work and really come into that. And so it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of it. You are always worthy of it. You should have always had it. You know, you were always worthy of it from the day you were born. Your father should have been an amazing man. All the men around you should not have been freaking threatening and terrible and the worst, right? But in the day and age that we live in, Because we experience that, we become attached to it. We become unconsciously desiring of it and we become deeply disempowered ourselves as women. And the truth is that we have to come on the other side of that and come into our empowerment as women and then we will see the empowered men. But that's just the world we live in. But it doesn't mean you're not worthy of it. It just means that you're probably not going to be resonating with it. But it's also really empowering because you can be resonating with it. So Yeah, so that is kind of today's episode. There are a lot of really amazing men and I didn't see any of them until the last couple of years. So yeah, there are just a lot of really great men who are doing the work, who are really deeply vulnerable, who are really deeply emotionally intelligent, who are in their divine masculine, who really want a woman in her power. There are a lot of these types of men and like a lot of them. And it really took me to be a resonant a resonant match with them to actually start seeing them and it doesn't mean that I wasn't worthy of them before it just means that I just didn't see them and I just wasn't similar to them so I wasn't interacting in their sort of spheres or I wasn't seeing them or they didn't want to interact with me or whatever the hell it is but you were always worthy of it and you're worthy of it now and so if you're worthy of it now you should give yourself the gift of actually receiving it which requires being in in your power, which is actually fun, right? (laughs) It's not a chore. It's like the most beautiful journey to come in your power. Like, wow, how great that to get to empowered men, I actually have to become empowered myself. Like that's actually really a gift. Like that's wonderful because then I get to be an empowered woman. I get to be a deeply embodied woman. Like what a fucking beautiful gift that life has given me that as I start committing to myself, I'll start seeing amazing people around me, women, men, whoever. Like that's a gift. Doing the work and becoming an empowered person, an embodied person is not a chore. It's it's an honor, right? And I talk about it in this podcast and I I deeply know that, but I just want to make sure you guys know that. It's a real honor. It's beautiful. It's wonderful to do this inner work. It was the most fulfilling and happiest time of my life doing my two years of solitude and deep work and celibacy and I was doing therapy twice a week and reading all these books and not interacting with anybody and completely in solitude, no friends, no family, nothing. That was the best time of my life. I fucking loved that period of my life. Like it was really fun and it should be 
the work shouldn't be this deeply, you know, scary and disempowering thing. And you want to, it's the more that you free yourself, the more joyful you will become, even in your sorrow, even in your pain. So even in your sorrow and pain, you're going to be joyful. That's just the truth of it. And so it's a really beautiful path. So what a beautiful gift that you actually have to be initiated into your own beautiful power. And then you get other people in their power. Wow, it's a gift. So that's the way I see it. And that's really the truth of it. So coming into your power is fun. It is deeply beautiful. It is moving. It is, it's a gift. And most people don't actually do it. So it's a gift when you actually come into your deep empowerment. So I will leave you guys with that. And I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you soon. And hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you. And I will talk to you next Saturday. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.